Hey fam. Hey Catherine. Oh, hi Jade. What the hell's going on? Not too much. Just surviving the rain. I know it's it's torrential downpour over here. Actually, I'm lying. It's actually really sunny right now, but it has been raining. Yes. My body is just brilliant and decided to give me the flu at the same time as the horrific weather. Uh-huh. Which was a great experience, but like don't recommend the flu. Like this flu lingers. <laughs> Highly a bummer. Highly a bummer, but efficient of my body to get my period and the flu the same day, like right after right. the you know what. We're not we're not referencing the wedding because Dylan told me this morning very lovingly. He said, Don't overdo it. So I'm gonna try not to overdo it, you guys. So I'm just we're just it's he who shall not be named is the wedding. Oh my That's god. That's just what's happening from I love now on. It. But you guys, this is the truth about turning 30, which I will do later this year. <gasps> You can hurt yourself in the craziest ways. Like, I, you guys, I was laying down, obviously, as I always am. And my neck was, like, propped up in such a way that when I sneezed, because this this flu was primarily in my nasal region, I sneezed incorrectly, kinked my neck so hard. It was literally like I was straight out of a, like, help, I've fallen and I can't get up commercial. (laughs) I called Dylan. I was like, life alert. I need help. I, I literally couldn't move. I couldn't move. God. And then it lasted for like three days. Yeah. No, it's true. You will never in your life have a time where you don't know a two-day hangover. Like, it's just a thing that starts happening. I thought it was made up. The two-day hangover is real. Oh, no. That's real. That's absolutely. Oh, she's already familiar. She's already familiar. Oh, beyond. And then, like, the last day is like a emotional hangover where you're just, like, regretting <laughs> just everything in yourself. life. And you're just in horror at what you said and did. No, but the, this easy. I mean, you can get hurt lying down. Like, that is scary. I always thought I was safe in the bed. Turns out. No, yeah. You can get hurt literally not doing anything. Like, literally, you'll just be standing there. And all of a sudden, you'll have, like, a horrible pain. You're like, why did that hurt? Yeah. No, it's it's painful. Oh, my God. Speaking of, because you guys know if you've listened to the show for long enough that a psychic once told me that I would break both my ankles in my lifetime. And Jade and I have differing opinions about what that means for her living her life. We absolutely do, because I, I it's a very limiting it's placed a limiting belief on my life. And it's been it's been hard. But so here's the thing. So the other day I'm laying in my house and I get this notification that I booked a session with a medium. Oh, today. Today. Oh. But I booked it. I booked it June 29th this past summer. So like I booked it however many months ago that was. I can't do the math. But it's today at noon. And <gasps> I realized why I wait. I feel like every three years I see a medium because then I need three years to recover from like whatever the medium said. <laughs> and then I forget that I shouldn't do this it's shit. like childbirth. You don't remember the pain. No, truly. And then so I'm, go- I'm diving back in today, guys. Oh I'm diving God. back in. I figured like at the beginning of this marriage, let's ju- uh, I God, I can't. She can't be stopped. Mentioning marriage, weddings. But no, that is a good time. If you're going to, if there's a moment to see a medium, it's this moment. But like also, don't tell me to back out because it's done. Is this your scary one that you've seen before? No, no. So this is like a psychic and medium because the truth is I only have really had grandparents and an uncle like pass away. Mm -hmm. So I don't really have too many people on the other side that are coming and knocking, but (laughs) she's also a psychic. So like she's going to tell me some shit, but she has a TikTok account because I was like, who is this bitch? Where did I find her? Like I completely forgot everything from June when I booked her. Like I have no idea where this even came from. And she has like a lot of TikTok followers, but on her TikTok, she also gives like bad news. 
Oh, so is she like giving psychic readings, but like the person's anonymous and she's just like telling somebody's shit or what? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so she's like client. Awesome. Yeah. She's like client me, like tell stories like from her readings. So that's awesome. We're in for it, guys. I'm so excited. I love this shit until it actually happens. And then they tell me something terrible. You need to ask her, am I going to break both of my ankles in my lifetime? I know, but then she's going to be like, 100% yes. And I and then what will I do with then that? Then you get to go rock climbing. You live your life. It's going to happen. Get it over with. No, that's the opposite. It's going to happen in a stupid way. It's going to be like, you I get out of bed it. and they're going to both break. No, it's going to be like in my bed. Yeah. Now that I've realized that that's the most dangerous place to be in the world for, <laughs> for kinking things. Yeah, it's not going to be cute. You're statistically most likely to die in your own bathroom. So I feel that way. Oh, yeah. my God. I need to tell you the funniest story. So the other day I was sitting with my sister and my brother and we were like talking about a birthday dinner that they went to. And my brother was like, yeah, I sat next to this kid, Kia. And I was like, oh, I, I do know this kid, Kia. Yeah. Last name Sorrento. No, I no, literally. <laughs> I go, yeah, no, like Kia Forte. Like I've known him for so long. He dated this person like Kia Forte. Like, well, I'm saying this nonstop, not even batting an eye. My siblings haven't didn't say anything. So then like the other day I'm watching a TikTok and all of a sudden this ad for a Kia Forte comes out. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I was literally like, oh, my God. Because, you know, when you say something with such confidence and, like, you don't realize what it is. And it was purely my subconscious just, like, having – I don't even know what this kid's real last name is still. It's Forte for all I know. But Kia is their first name. Yeah. But, like, Kia is definitely their first name. But Forte is not their last name. And I just thought that was hilarious. I know a Kia. Forte. Sorrento. Forte. Kia Gaines. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like I was very convinced and I just thought that was a funny moment. <laughs> also, this is really crazy to me. This is just the married conversations we're having these days. Yes. Dylan comes in the room the other day and he's like, Jade, my friends, when they poop, they, do you say like shit? Okay. This is an interesting conversation. I usually say like poop. I don't really love like I gotta take a shit or he took a shit. It's fine. But I prefer poop. Yeah, I prefer poop too, but some people have a real problem with poo minus the peep at the end. <laughs> you know? Like, I gotta go poo. Yeah, people don't, lo- that's kind of gross. That sounds like watery. It is a little gross. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so Dylan was like, yeah, so it's so weird. I was just talking to my friends because boys talk at all hours of the fucking day about every single fucking thing I've I love Dylan and his little gossipy tech friends. It's crazy. It's all day long, every day about every single thing. Like this morning, actually, he was like, Jade, my friends are worried that you're going to choke yourself because you sleep in headphones. And I was like, valid. I honestly might. (laughs) So, no, but he comes up to me. This is like last night or the night before. And he's like, my friends, when they wipe themselves after going to the bathroom, Uh they fold the toilet paper between wipes. And I was like, yeah, same. I was like, do I lie about this if she's grossed out by that? <laughs> you know who's causing global warming is Dylan Satin yeah. in the bathroom. Not every time. Well, you never know how much is coming off. If there's too much to fold, For you drop sure. It Sometimes it's a one-wipe wonder. I was like, are you crazy? Of course they fold between wipes. Yeah. If there's like not a ton of poo on it. Right. Yeah. Then you then you fold. Then you fold and you rewipe. No, it's how crazy is that? And then you follow it if you're really into squeaky cleanliness. You follow it with a cottonelle wipe and your butthole sings. Oh, yeah. No, or if, or if you got that Toto situation. Oh, is it the bidet? I can't, I can't do a bidet. I have a problem. I have like a physical aversion to clamminess. I cannot. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Clammy. 
But then it'll it'll dry you off after. No, no, I hate it. No. You don't care. No. Even Brad, like if Brad gets out of the shower and he's like, hey, wanna and I'm like, no, you're clammy. I can't. I cannot. Yeah, no, that's kind of gross. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it it is like I don't I don't love that either. But then there have you seen that TikTok where someone was like, I was in the shower with a guy and I went to wash my butthole and he was like, You wash your butthole. And then she was real she was like, I realized that this guy had thirty two years of shit in his butthole or having never wiped. Yes, you have to scrubber. Scrubber good. Just spread the cheeks a little little water in there a little water a little soap and then a little more water yeah you know a wash you know what i can't i can't abide i say pissed off like piss is not like a bad word to me that's fine but I hate when people say piss for pee. I hate it. If someone's yeah, like, would I have to do piss, that? or they pissed there, I hate it. No, so that, that's another TikTok that I saw. You guys, it's not, that's my life lately. It's like I just literally watch TikTok all day long. <laughs> There's another TikTok that this kid was like, I thought that jizz meant piss. So I literally said to my teacher once, I have to jizz my pants. <laughs> piss is like weird piss is like you hawk loogies also you know what i mean like you're you're that kind of dude also yeah that brings me to my next point which is like so the other day i wanted to get your guys's advice because just i needed a temperature check of this situation so granted i'm like kind of sick of talking to people like obviously aside from this show except for me right everyone else (laughs) is uh, off the list so my patience for like small talk right now is kind of at an all-time low yeah but this weekend I ran into someone at the farmer's market that I knew and first of all she was with someone that we went to college with mm-hmm. I did not know this person so she's like you know this person she went to college with us and I said oh she did I didn't lie yeah. okay right so I was like already on shaky ground because like that girl was a little offended right but I'm sorry if you weren't shoved in my face in college, I don't know you. No, I agree. You did the right thing. You did the harder thing, actually, because the easier thing is just like, oh, hey, you. Yeah, ew. Why would I ever want to do that? No. Then I have to, like, fill in the blanks of things that I actively don't know. It's okay to not know someone, for fuck's sake. Like, people are so <laughs> offended all the time. But then, so then at the end, like, there really isn't a nice way to end a conversation. And if it were up to my spouse, Dylan... We would die there, truly. Like, he cannot get out of a conversation to save his fucking He's life. He's the greatest conversationalist of all time. But, like, is he? He is, but I'm just talking shit. Is he if he can't get out? Like, He's part of being strategy. the greatest conversationalist is being able to get yourself out of yes. said conversation. Yes. Uh, we had an experience like this this weekend. We were off hiking, and we were, like, in the park with all the fucking dogs. And this man came over, like, older man. And he was like, oh, cute dogs, blah, blah, blah. And we just had like a brief conversation with him. He's like, I have a little girl dog, blah, 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 like two minutes. And then he was like, okay, bye, and walked away. And I was like, that is magic. Succinct. It's beautiful. It's an incredible thing. See ya. The best. So that's what I tried to do. I think it was a little (laughs) clunky. So the thing is, is I was talking, there was like a, it was like a bigger group. It was like six people, right? In the group. And Dylan actually knew one of the other people that she was with better. So like he walks over to them and starts talking to them. And then you're abandoned with this girl you don't know. Yes. With the girl I don't know. and, And then the girl that I went to college with. Oh, my God. Actually, you want to hear something funny? This girl, actually, before Dylan and I started dating, gave Dylan a blowjob, which was incredible. But we've all we've all moved on since then. But I I like always remember that whenever we like run into it. It's so funny. But not the girl you didn't know. The girl you did know. right? The girl I did know. Yeah. (laughs) Asshole. No. Um, 
but so she, no, so funny. So then we're like talking and I'm like, okay, this has expired. Like we got through all of the like niceties. I've gone through the wedding with you. Like it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I have nothing left to say. So I don't know where Dylan's at in his conversation because I'm not in that one. Uh-huh. So then I'm like, okay, we're going to go now. Like That's what I, I was like. We're going to go now. I didn't know what to say. And then she like she's like, oh, okay. But then I had to linger for like five more seconds because Dylan, chatty Kathy, wasn't done talking. Yeah. And so I was like, Dylan, let's go now. And then I like pulled him away and he was like, okay, but I was like, what am I supposed to do? What are you going to do? I'm left without a life vest. I think you got to just have an excuse of just be like, hey, we got to go. Even if it's not like because blah, if it's not like we got to get to the whatever. I think whatever. that was the issue. Like I didn't, I had a reason. Like my housekeeper was sitting outside my house waiting for us because we were across the street. You know, I had to get home, but I just didn't want to say that, you know, I just was like, I want to go. We need to give listeners like a good generic out. I did that recently where I kind of lied and was like, I have a standing date before such and such time in the morning, so I can't be available before then. And I was like, Catherine, why don't you just say I'm not available before 9 a.m. for work stuff or whatever it is. But I think there's a place for like a standing like, oh, we have to go because we're on our way somewhere. Like it's super generic or like, oh, hey, so we got to go. We yes, got but I am married to someone who would be like, no, we don't. You know ah. what I mean? Like who has zero chill. So Foiled. I was just like, okay, Dill, we're going to go now. And I just, it was completely emasculating also. You know, <laughs> like you could say, you could be like, we got to go because I got to take a poo. Yeah. You know, we got to <laughs> fold some toilet paper over here. <laughs> no, I, I was like, I don't know. I really don't know how to how to get out of this. So we, we just left. And then I was like, that was kind of awkward. But like life is awkward. You know what I mean? Life like we just got to embrace the awkwardness because every fucking day I'm exhausted trying to avoid awkwardness. Mm -hmm. The human relationship in just individually is so fragile. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely astounding. Like just by the way you look at someone, you can offend them. They can think things about you. Sometimes my like my intrusive negative thoughts, I like really think of how easy it is to fuck your life up. You know, like I really think to myself, I could just call everyone in my life and make them hate me immediately. But it's so hard to build your life. You could do it with a text. Yeah. You know what? You could yeah. do it with one letter. If someone told you something and then you were like, K, and that's how yeah. you text it back, they would hate you. Start some shit. It's so easy to start shit and it's so hard to avoid shit. Yeah. So we just have to like only be worried about ourselves. You just have to not leave your house like me. No, exactly. Let's have you put this maybe on your Instagram and be like, what do you say to get out of a conversation? My refrigerator's running. I don't know. Like, what do you say? <laughs> I really, I really don't know. Let me go for the love of God. Yeah. Well, and you guys need to do some introvert recuperation after the W word. For sure. Yes. Okay, so you guys, as you know, I write down little things that I want to talk to you about, and this list is, like, hilarious. Also, you guys, I just want to say, do you know how often I listen back to old episodes and just cringe at myself? No, you do? No, sometimes I'm like, I'm the funniest bitch ever, like, oh, my God. Why don't people listen to me all the time? But other times I'm like, (laughs) holy shit. Yeah, I just like cringe so hard. The other week I was such a pick me girl. I was like saying some bullshit that I don't believe. Sometimes you guys, it's just I'm sorry on my behalf. I'm sorry on all of our behalfs. I just have to be. Sometimes I'm like feeling introverted. Then I listen to like an extroverted Jade episode and I'm like, (gasps) who is she? Who is that bitch? And like, what's yeah. she doing? So yeah, I make these lists of things that I want to talk to you about, but they're always misspelled and just like <laughs> these notes that I take in the middle of the night. Mm. So they're hilarious. 
I'm just going to take you through this list. It's wild. Okay. Okay. First of all, when is too late to give a birthday gift? Let's talk about more of the relationships in life. You are talking to a girl who still owes her two, no, several of my nieces and nephews a Christmas gift, and it is March 1st. Okay, so I still have your Christmas gifts at my house, as we know. That's true. So, like, l- completely wrapped in Christmas paper, like, sitting in my house, just, like, staring at me every day, saying, you piece of shit. Like, why haven't I you done it. this? I but I have, it. like, several, because of the thing that I just, the big event that I just did, <laughs> yeah. I was kind of, like, a shitty person in every other aspect of my life from December to January. So I have, like, tons of gifts that I have to give but haven't bought yet. And I was saying to Dylan, I was like, oh, we should give this to such and such whose birthday was in December. And he's like, Jade, the, like the statute of limitations has run. It's like too much. Like it's it's over. And I was like, I don't think so. No, I know. Because this is what happened to me. Last year, I was a terrible auntie and I didn't give any of my nieces and nephews gifts. And then I sent them all gift cards on Halloween, which is my favorite holiday. Oh, and then I did nice. it again this year. And I was like, wait, you don't need a birthday. Because it all just gets lost in the wash of the birthday. But also, like, who's going to open a gift and then be like, oh, it was too late for you to give this incredible thing to me. And it's also, then you're like, oh, my God, a special surprise in the middle of nowhere. And then also, most of the time, if you're like me, Mm -hmm. and you, like, either on your way to the birthday party, in which case that wouldn't be a late present, but it's just another symptom of gift giving, Mm -hmm. you always end up spending more. You know what I mean? Like, the later you buy the gift, the more expensive the gift is. So if you really want to hold out, you can really cash in for something incredible. Like, uh-huh. that's just how things go. It is. So, yeah, I got some gifts I gotta give. Like, I, you know, when you're just, like, gift list is so long and you're like, fuck my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, what, seven or eight nieces and nephews now? No. no it's too many. Way more than that. You gotta give Four one Four on my side, seven or eight on Brad's side. It's Ugh. too many. It's too fucking too many. Too many. I'm on, that, I'm on that same train. It's like, yeah. it's gonna kill me. Yeah. Okay, so that was another, uh, that was one of my thoughts. Another thing. We're just going to bounce the fuck around. Bounce on through it. Here's something I don't understand. And granted, I understand I haven't been on a first date in many years. I get it. I'm out of touch. I get the whole thing. <laughs> I will never understand a movie date. Never. Mm. Especially as a first date. You learn virtually nothing. Yeah, no. It's a bad first date. It's a bad first date. I could sit next to you and watch a movie for 22 days and not know anything about you. Exactly. You know what I mean? It has to be combined with something else. If it's an early date, it needs to be dinner and a movie or a drink and a movie or like a movie and then a drink or cupcake or whatever. It's just, it's a little too vulnerable for my liking. Not first date. It's not first date. No, but it's also like the candy line. Like how uh, awkward. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're standing there like, oh, a bunch of crunch. You know, like what? You know, it makes and you don't want to like, say what size of popcorn you really want. You got to be right. like, I'll have a small. And like, should we share it? Like, no, I don't know you like that. Like, Tub or ew. bust. You know? I don't like, know you like that. I don't want your hands on my popcorn, Not Jerry. at all. Like, what if they're a butter person or what if they're a no butter person? Uh-huh. Or like, that's a very intimate level of knowledge of it someone. It is. Or have you seen the people who do the the straw with the butter to get it into the middle? No, that's 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 a Midwestern. Behavior. That's a Midwestern. That's in, unhinged. That's like my friend who puts salt on goldfish, and I'm like, oh, oh no, no, that's so sinful. No, their main flavor is already salt. Right. No, Dylan's like, I don't get butter on my popcorn. And I'm like, good because it's already doused in it. <laughs> like you see those yellow pieces. Popcorn's not naturally yellow. Thank you. But can I tell you, like, honestly, I went to the movies the other day. 
I saw that movie Missing. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. It's like the people that did Searching. Have you seen that movie? Like that's filmed all through like the computer screen. John Cho was the first one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I saw that one. Okay, so it's like right up my alley. Like I live for that shit. It did look similar to that, so I'm glad to know that's it's the same, the same thing. Same thing. Cool. But it's so it was great. I loved it. Highly recommend. Dylan and I turned to each other at one point in the movie and we're like, "Don't you wish you could pause it and like go to the bathroom? Like wait till it's yes. streaming. Is it's 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 good for I streaming." I have a solution. I have a solution. Okay, so there is this app called P Timer, and you. Turn it on when you get to your movie. You pick your movie that you're on, and they're like, okay, start, like, press this button to start the timer when the, like, WB logo fades or whatever. So you start the timer, and then they tell you three P times through the movie where there's, like, nothing really going on. Wow. I love this app. It's, like, free for the first little while, and then it's, like, 99 cents for, like, 10 P coins. Wow. Notice I didn't say piss coins. P coins. That's someone doing God's work. That's, it like, the person best. that made the website of movies that have dogs dying in it. I obviously don't watch any of those. <laughs> so you can, like, avoid them? Yeah, so you don't watch any or, of them. Or, like, if you're a creep, so you can watch them? Yeah, if you're a sick motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I literally will not. I'd rather the every person in the goddamn movie die than the than the dog. Always. Oh my God. Yeah, of course. Of course. But, okay, so Dylan and I are sitting in the movies, and I'm sorry, but tell me, I don't, maybe I have, like, an auditory sensory issue or something, but that silent time between trailers, when people are like... <laughs> It literally sends me to the moon. I literally, I don't know what to, like, it makes me want to just die. Like, those seconds feel so long. I'm like, just stop chewing for five fucking seconds, you it animals. Is, it's also weirdly embarrassing if you are the person crunching. You're like, it's literally like I'm in there with 10 piglets eating. That's how I feel. Yeah. I just feel like this is too intimate of an experience. I don't like this. And especially on a first date, if, no, I, if no I was with date. one of those, I just realized I married one, but that's fine. I'm already in too deep. Yeah. If I realized that I was dating one, I would literally, it's disgusting. <laughs> I'd rather hear you have like violent diarrhea through the bathroom than that. So are you a person who wants to share your popcorn or are you like, let's get our own? I mean, how hungry am I? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like that vibe. Yeah. And also like, I'm not going to share my popcorn with someone that I'm not 100% certain has washed their hands in the past 20 years. Yes. But I always carry around hand sanitizer. That's Yeah, that's smart. So, like, I could yeah. offer both people and then I'd be fine. Yeah. It's a little, like, where do you put it? You know what I mean? It's honestly yeah. absolutely insane to me that we don't have airplane trays, like tables, in movie theaters. <laughs> like, you know we have yeah. food. You yeah. know we, we come packing shit. So, uh-huh. like, ma- accommodate us. That's why you got to go to those ones that have, like, the tables and, like, the big chairs. Oh, that, those are the best. No, like, I pick or bust. This one I wasn't at an I pick just because it wasn't playing there anymore and it was, like, yeah. only playing downtown. So I didn't have that. But also with an eye pick, I don't think I've ever stayed up through the entire movie. Oh, because you just like fall asleep. Oh, my God. I'm in full heaven mode. I eat spicy <laughs> and a crispy she right? She loves to lie prostrate. I love it. I love <laughs> eye pick. What an incredible experience. But that's really bad ball on a first date. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? You're snoring. Oh, my God. You can't take me anywhere. You want to hear the next thought that I had that's I absolutely, absolutely imperative before we get to the important shit? Yes. Why isn't it the gynecologist? Instead of the gynecologist, wouldn't it make more sense? Yeah, no, that actually makes sense because it's vagina. Wouldn't that make more sense? It's misogyny. It's yeah, but like it'd just be cuter. Someone should call themselves the, the gynecologist. I am the gynecologist. It makes more sense. Like, why are we trying to confuse ourselves? It's like people in business when they're like, "Are you trying to scale it?" You know how many fucking years I was like lived in silence of not knowing what scaling meant, and it just means to grow it. <laughs> 
Just say oh, that. My corporate speak is the worst. You know what I always had a problem with? There's no short way to say entrepreneur. Mm. There's no short way to say it. You just shouldn't say it. Also, ladies, if he's an entrepreneur, that means unemployed. Yeah, you just shouldn't say it. It means he's like in trouble with money laundering and stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like everyone on Real Housewives that introduces their husbands as an entrepreneur yeah. is later being is indicted for, fr- for mortgage fraud yeah. or like, yeah. It's it's crazy. By the way, I finally finished season two of Housewives of SLC, and man, poor girl, she's in jail. She's going to jail. No, she is. She's she's in jail actually, as we speak. Oh, she's yeah, I just kept watching this woman and being like, "How is this woman gonna do it?" No, but like more importantly, how are these lawyers watching this show without just bashing their heads into the wall? You know what I mean? Like, Completely. I'd be like, "You're off the show." It's not happening. Like, I have, like, a stuffy nose. I am so sorry, you guys. I hate when people record podcasts with a stuffy nose. But this flu, it lingers. Oh, no. See, I love when, like, people on podcasts or in movies have a stuffy nose all of a sudden. I'm like, they had a cold that day. Yeah, you're like, you feel, like, on the inside of their nasal passages. <laughs> I don't know why I love it. I'm like, oh, they had a cold. But I have some homework for you. It's, okay. it's not my wedding, so I'm allowed to talk about it. <laughs> you need, we all need to watch. And I'll have you guys call in and we can discuss I've seen it 10,000 times, but I like my rewatch of choice during this sickness was Vanderpump Rules exclusively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watch Sheena's Wedding. I think it's like season four. I got to look it up. Okay. You have to watch Sheena's Wedding to Shay. You have to watch the whole thing. It is such a disaster. I mean, their relationship in general, but it's I can't even just say it. You just got to watch it and then we got to discuss because it's TV gold. You know I have never watched an episode of Vanderpump Rules, but I have been considering it lately. It's the best show. You will love it. It's also like, to me, the, the show that really most displays or exemplifies mental illness. Like, it really, really is one of those shows that you watch back and you're like, whoa, she has BPD. She, you know, like X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's really, it's yeah. very interesting. I highly recommend watching it. Is there less screaming than a housewives? Mm, it's less middle-aged women screaming, which is a particular okay. flavor of screaming. You I know what you. I mean? It's yeah. more like young people drunk screaming. Because I do feel like housewives is kind of just like they gather all these women into a room who have personality disorders and then they're... That's so funny you said that because Dylan literally, a couple days ago, walks in my room because he was quoting because housewives is always on in the house and he's like, I wasn't talking to you. Like he was quoting one of them and I was like, why are you yelling? He's like, Jade, you literally have women screaming in our house all day long. Like he scared the shit out of me. So I was like, why are you yelling? He's like, everyone in our house is yelling. I was like, yeah, you're valid. There's a real thing about like you weren't standing up for me. You yeah. weren't covering me, whatever the fuck they say. Yeah, it's always that genre of anger. Yeah. You know what I realized about the perk of being single? You realize this right after being married. Yeah, seriously, I did. (laughs) Nothing like being married to show you all the perks of being single. No, I was thinking about this. The downfall of being single is primarily the single tax. Mm. The fact that if you buy a birthday present, like I theoretically could split that birthday present with someone else, but like Mm -hmm. you're expected to, you know what I mean? The single tax, you got to pay more sometimes for things. And that's not fair. Or like rent. Right. The perk, on the other hand, is the thermostat. I didn't realize how much of my life I'd be fighting for my life over the thermostat. It has to be 64 degrees. I am not a fucking iguana. My sister is an iguana. What do you mean by an iguana? She needs it hot? My sister is an exclusive. She'd be so happy with like 77 in her house, 76. Oh, that would be dying of hot. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, Taco, my brachiocephalic friend, he is like... (laughs) 
And you know what? Men don't sometimes don't notice that kind of thing. I'm like, hello, he's yeah, like, literally he's going into anaphylactic shock next to you, like hyperventilating. No, Brad has always tried to take Mimsy on hikes when it's like 90. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It has to be under 80 if you're going to do that. No, it's so scary. Can I tell you guys what you all need to do? I mean, you can get like really any kind, but I have a Furbo in my house. And sometimes like yesterday, I was not home and I watched it and I saw that Taco was panting. So I texted Dylan and I said, turn the heater off before you leave. And he did. And you know what? He didn't even register that I was looking. He just thought that I just thought just of it. knew. It was epic. You got to watch those pe- motherfuckers. You got to watch them like a hawk. Yeah. I'm like a 68, 69 girly in the daytime. At night, I want it as cold as possible. I want it like 55. Oh, I'm like 64. I would love a solid 59. Like that is amazing to me. Yes. We used to actually, back when we lived in Chicago, we would shut our bedroom door and barricade the little line at the bottom and leave our heat on like low in the rest of the house. And then we would crack a window in the dead of winter. So it was yeah, like that's 40 nice. degrees in there. It was yeah, the best. That's, what, that's what's up. Yeah. I like, I don't know why hotels these days, like who sent out the memo that we all want to like die of overheating. Oh my God. They only go down to like 68 now. I I'm know. Like what, like, what the f- Fuck. No. I know. It's like should be illegal. But anyway, I just thought to myself, if you're feeling bad about being single today, don't because you have full autonomy of your thermostat. Yes, you do. And you know what? You shouldn't have to justify the reason. Dylan and I are constantly fighting over the over their thermostat. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm hot. And he's like, it's freezing in here. You know, I'm like, get in bed, like start living your life exclusively in bed and you'll be yeah. warm like me. And then you'll be warm under the blankets. Okay, I just thought of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is hilarious. I'm getting my, you know what, pictures back, my wedding, <laughs> wedding pictures back. <laughs> and um, so, like, during the thing, they were like, okay, do you have a good side? Because they were going to, like, help a sister out. Yeah, that's nice of them to ask. Yeah, and then, like, shoot me exclusively from that side. I have the toxic trait where absolutely, yes, I do have a good side. Like, I'm not one of those bitches that's like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, I I don't really like me. They're both great. I love both sides. <laughs> no, that's not me. But I am the bitch who doesn't remember my good side. Oh, uh, I yeah. don't know which side it is. Just take a quick picture and be like, oh, yeah, that side's ugly. No, like, there is a natural, like, when you go to take a selfie, there is a side of your face that mm-hmm. you will turn to favor just automatically. But I couldn't remember during my whole wedding. So what did I do? Took all the pictures on my wrong side. Yeah, which was epic, which was just like me being Well, you you looked beautiful either way. Thank you so much. Okay, what I seriously wonder is when in life do you stop being afraid of the dark? Whatever age that is, I want to be that age. Like, I... I'm so fucking afraid of the dark. Last night, first of all, okay, I went to the bathroom and I am like squeezing my pee out because I, for some reason, think, remember like that Mother Teresa thing? Not Mother, like Mother- Bloody Mary. No, Bloody Mary, not Mother (laughs) Teresa. (laughs) That thing stays with you. It does. You know what I mean? Like, and moaning Myrtle makes me afraid of every public bathroom. Oh, you found her scary. Well, you were like a tiny child when that came out, so that was probably scary too. Kind of, but she is scary. If if I saw anyone in the bathroom, like, I'm scared. Like that little baby voice also. Yeah, and she's so (laughs) creepy and like an ambiguous age, and you're like, what is going on? Yeah, the age thing is weird. But like a ghost, I'm terrified of the dark. Like, so scared of the dark. Last night, I got scared when I came back from peeing in the middle of the night, and I walked up to my bed, and I was like, what if somebody grabs me? It's no, the, under you the just bed sprint. Grab. 
Yeah. You just sprint. Like you just dive into bed. I literally have jumped from my bedroom door into my bed. I, you'll do anything. You just fear for your life. It's, it's the worst. The dark is the worst. I even asked Brad. I was like, do you think dogs are afraid of the dark? <laughs> I, well, they can see better in the dark than we can. Yeah, that's I true. Think. Yeah. I hope. When I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I'm so fucking terrified. But even like a bathroom, like a public restroom by myself, like at the movie theater the other day. <gasps> I am so scared of public restrooms. Yeah, they're scary. Do you know that this is one of my greatest fears of my life? They're scary. They're so scary. Like this girl, I was by myself, which was already terrifying. And then this bitch, I was also watching like that scary movie. But this bitch comes right next to me. Like, did you have to choose the stall right next There's to me? There's 45 or in a movie theater. Yeah. And I'm like, this is terrifying. And then she like wasn't peeing for a while. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck she was doing in there. You're like, she's getting ready to murder me. Yeah. I'm like, she's she's literally going to grab me by the feet. Yeah. And pull me. And then kill you. I saw the movie Witness, which stars Harrison oh, Ford and whoever knows about like. I love that movie. You do? Live for, of course. I figured that was way before your time. I saw it when I was like five and I have been afraid of public restrooms ever since. Yeah. There's only bad things can happen in there. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially when you're like alone. Like there's so many things to be afraid of, mm-hmm. like germs. Germs and, and murderers and mafia guys. Yeah, serial killers, kidnappers. Yeah, it's too scary. My last random thought is the Nikki Nicole conversation. Okay. You know, it's so interesting because if you are a Nicole who's mm-hmm. never gone by Nikki, mm-hmm. right? And then you as an adult try to make Nikki happen. Mm. Mm, you know, I really want to tell you, if you dream it, you can be it. But like, you need a fresh start in life to make that happen. You need to like move to a new city. Because the thing is, you know, like that TikTok that's like, all pee-pee times are well, yes. not poo-poo times, but all poo-poo. It's like not all <laughs> Nicole's are Nikki's, but all Nikki's are Nicole's. For sure. And not all Catherine's are Kat's or Katie's or Kathy's. Right. I got to tell you, I don't like Kat. Yeah. If someone calls me Kat randomly, that's fine. I will never introduce myself as Kat. Never, no, ever. No, that's weird. Girls that go by Kat are a little sus. But that's also like, I find it weird when people introduce themselves as a nickname. I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if it's an obscure one. I'm X, but everyone calls me yeah. whatever. Oh, it was years before I found out that my friend Kit, his real name was Christopher, but yeah. he goes by Kit, which is like his no, family. No, I think I've said it before. Like, I'm stuck in this Steve Steven world where, like, I have a friend named Steven, but I've exclusively called him Steve since we started <laughs> being friends. And now I'm stuck. Is he And, like, gay? everyone else around, no. Well, then, I think that's fine. He's my secret lover. No. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's <laughs> he's a financial manager. It's fine. No, but I literally am stuck now where, like, I think I'm the only one that has this nickname for him. I think it's just me out here. And it's humiliating. But you can't undo it. You but can't. I really think. Everyone's got to know a Nicole trying to push the Nikki wagon. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like making up your own nickname. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, like I go by Lex. And it's like, mm, no one calls you that. Yeah. You can't make up your own nickname. And I know they're trying to be a little fun and make Nicole a little. But like Nicole is one certain kind of person. My best friend is named Nicole. But I have never not once called her Nikki. Nikki is a whole other woman. No, I call her Pete. As a normal person, yeah, of course, you know, of course, like, hello, Nikki, like change your identity (laughs) entirely. And I also kind of feel like they're just two different names. They're just really two different names. Like Kathy and Catherine are two different motherfucking hemispheres, you know? Yes. Anyway, just thought that to myself. So if you're Nicole trying to push the Nikki wagon, I love you. But like stick with what you know, what what you were born as. Yeah. Okay. So what I really wanted to talk to you guys about Mm -hmm. was the other day I was talking to my sister and there's this person that's intimately in our lives. And I was saying to her, historically, I've had issues with this person. And so I was saying, like, we were talking, like, me and my sister, my brother, we were talking. And I was saying, 
yeah, but like I think she's really dark. Mm. And my sister was like, but don't you realize that she has trauma and she doesn't handle it correctly and like all of that stuff. And I found it so frustrating because like I am inherently to a fault. I have a million other flaws, but I got empathy in space. Yeah. So I got frustrated because I was like, no, I have empathy that some people, of course, we all go through shit. My first question is like, what happened to you? Like rather than like, what's wrong with yeah. you? I definitely go there in my mind. But I do think there is a world in which you don't have to force forgiveness. You don't have to force yourself to be able to say, I like them or like, I forgive them or I know they would do better if they knew better. Mm -hmm. There's room for that. But it can also be accompanied by being, I just fundamentally don't get along with that person. Or like, we don't see eye to eye or like our vibes don't match. Or you can also be like, yeah, they went through a lot of horrible shit, but they're also like a bad person and I don't need them in my life. Like those two things are separate. Right. But they haven't healed those things. Sometimes there's also like resentment because I work hard in therapy and I try to take care of all my bullshit so it Mm -hmm. doesn't affect other people. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I don't do the best job of that every time. But I just, it was an interesting back and forth because me and my sister agree on pretty much everything. But I was like, no, Jess, like you just need to let me not like that person. And it's okay. It's okay to like have some discord in your life and not need to force forgiveness, not need to force reconciliation Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some people are just like not going to match your vibe. Like there's not going to match your energy and not be a good fit for you. That's okay. And I think like I used to spend so much time and I think there's some value in it realizing that or just functioning from a place of like the people in my life won't change. So like how do I build my life around these Mm -hmm. personality traits or my problems with these people? And I think that's a great way to be. And that's me most of the time. But it's also you can't just stay in that lane. Like my therapist right now is really trying to get me into the other lane, which is Okay, like you don't just have to feel like everyone's a victim of everything and Mm -hmm. have like no autonomy or no decision making ability. You can also be like, that's not my vibe. I need to protect myself from that person, but also know where they come from. Like there is room for that. And and I think like we're conditioned because we're also like such fixers and want to like fix and heal and do all that stuff. We try to eliminate all problems in Mm -hmm. our life. Mm -hmm. And you come to the realization that that's not possible. And even things within ourselves, like I am a firm believer that identifying is 90% of the battle. So if you can identify that you have certain triggers, that you have certain deficits in your personality that bug your friends, bug your family sometimes, if you just keep tabs on all that stuff and try to curb it as much as possible, Mm -hmm. you're doing all the work. Yeah. I think we try so hard to eliminate certain traits in us that maybe were developed through trauma or developed in our childhood and or that we just like fundamentally don't like about ourselves. And we don't realize a lot of those traits came from us trying to protect ourselves. And it was like a mean of mm-hmm. means of survival. Mm-hmm. And just because our situations have changed and maybe our relationships have changed and we don't need to protect ourselves so steadfastly anymore, it's kind of like, why do we feel the need to eliminate all negative in our lives? Yeah. I also think what you said about feeling upset because like you're doing the work and somebody else is not yes. is a big thing. I struggle with that too, where I'm like, My anger for this person is because they're not doing anything to fix their situation or their shitty whatever. And that's maddening. It's hard. Yeah. But then we also have to be like, well, I can only control myself. No, totally. But I listened to that girl, Jeanette McCurdy or whatever, who wrote that book. I'm glad my mom died. You guys listened to an interview with her. I mean, we're going to try to do one on this show because she's amazing. Mm -hmm. She just blew my mind. But she was like, yeah, I was, you know, doing so much work in therapy 
being like, yeah, like I understand where my mom was coming from and like trying to forgive my mom. And then one day my therapist said to me, I'm speaking as her, my therapist said to me, why are you trying to do your mom's work for her? Mm -hmm. And there's part of that too, where you just feel like, oh my God, I am contorting myself so many times to try to make this all okay. Yeah. And you should, for your sake, find ways to calm your nervous system or, or when you know that you're about to be around someone who you find toxic or don't get along with, you should protect yourself and get coping mechanisms for all of that. But there is a line where, mm -hmm. like, you can end up doing too much work for the other person yeah. and then not giving them any credit for the shit that they stir. And then it becomes, like, boundaryless and codependent. Because totally. you're like, I'm doing – I'm bending over backward to change myself to acquiesce to your, like, personality issues or your Completely. bad choices or whatever. Completely. Like, I found myself in a spiral recently where I was – Really trying to figure out who I was born as versus mm -hmm. who I was conditioned to be, like the traits of me that were developed mm -hmm. as a response to trauma versus like who I really am. Mm -hmm. And that was like so toxic for me. I was going to say, that would drive you crazy. Right, because it's like, who the fuck cares at this point? Yeah. You know what I mean? You can never know really like what you were nature versus nurture. You can't know like how you were born versus like. You also can't logic your way into fixing whatever those things are, even if totally. you were, even if someone told you this is because of trauma, this is because of how you were born. Like, you can't be like, okay, cool, I'm going to keep that and get rid of that. Exactly. Like, I wish we could audit our, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. figure that out, but we can't. It's also, you don't take into account how those negative attributes actually positively affect totally. your life sometimes. If we hadn't been through some shit, we wouldn't be very funny, so. No, I mean, ain't that the guy. I wouldn't have the show. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no tension in perfection. It's, like, extremely Ooh, boring. that's a good line. It's true. That's it's a good true. Line. Yeah. It's just weird when you switch modalities of introspection. You know, when you're mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm just in forgiveness mode. Everything my parents have ever done to me, it's all fine. Like, I'm just going to find a way to build around it. And then you think that's the peak. You think mm -hmm. that's enlightenment. Mm -hmm. But I'm learning now that some of that is, like, not toxic, but some of that is unhealthy. Like, some of it well, is— Well, to just do a blanket thing of, like, nothing anybody does affects me. I forgive everyone. Well, because, like, what would be the harm in saying— my parents really fucked up in this way. Yeah. And they really excelled in this way. Mm -hmm. I think identifying the and is the most important thing you can do in life. Yes. You have to be able to say, back to my conversation with my sister, I recognize they've been through shit. Most people have. Mm -hmm. And I don't really like it around me. Exactly. And then you get to decide, once you've labeled it, like you said, you can decide what you want to let into your space. Maybe it's my parents fucked up in these ways, but I still love them and care about them and want to have them in my life. Yeah. Maybe it's my parents fucked up in this way and I forgive them, but I can't have them in my life because it's not healthy for me mm -hmm. or, you know, until these behaviors are changed or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Like you get to decide who you allow into your life in most cases. Right. But most people are uncomfortable expressing that even and especially around other people because so many people function in black and white. Mm -hmm. You know, so many people function in like they need to know that you're evil or good or bad. Yeah. They need to know that you're they need to put you in a box. But life is very gray. No. So my sister was like, I just don't think you should describe someone as dark. And I was like, why not? It's not like I'm stamping it on their forehead. Mm -hmm. It's just how I believe they are. When did it not be okay to not like someone? When did it become a reflection on, that is really what I think. I think I feel like it, it's a reflection on me if I don't like someone. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's a it's a problem or it's a 
deficit in my healing. Like mm-hmm. I haven't done enough healing to reach a point where like I'm just unbothered by everyone. And I don't know that I'll ever get there. Uh, it's a tough place to be at. I think it's called enlightenment. I guess. But like enlightenment is also being enlightened to see the truth about some people just sucking ass. Yep. I fully agree. Yeah. So I'm like kind of trying to get into this world where that and like those people like have hurt me really badly. And I know that they came from a lot of hurt, you know, hurt people, hurt people. I vehemently believe that. Yeah. It's so interesting because I think some people who really prioritize peace over truth, maybe even Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, or over setting boundaries. Yeah. Because boundaries are hard. It's, It's really uncomfortable. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like sometimes we just force okay, we need to identify all of our issues and then like solve them and work on each one and we're going to be perfect at the end and Mm -hmm. every relationship that we have has to be amazing. And if it's not, it's like, this is life. Life is vibing with some people, not vibing with other people and realizing that neither are really up to you. Yeah, and it's not a moral statement. Unless you're being unkind or cruel, if you just decide to detach from someone or you just figure out that they're not the right fit for you to be around, like, that's not a moral, there's no moral judgment there. It's just. Totally. And I think there's like, you know, there's extensions of this, which is like, okay, maybe you don't need to like go around to every single person in your life and talk shit about this person. You know what I mean? That is bringing negative energy like into your life. Yeah. And not good. But it's like, if you just like, you can have an opinion on someone. Mm-hmm. And, like, keep it to yourself and just, like, protect your peace. Sometimes that's a version of protecting your peace. Is not having to say the thing. Yeah. And it's also, like, okay to not like someone. Mm -hmm. And it's okay if someone doesn't like you. Yeah. Because guess what? It's none of your business. You get to go on with your life. It's truly, it's like the straightening iron. It's like I used to just straighten only the front of my head in middle school exclusively because I was like, the back <laughs> of my all. head is none of is none of my business. Didn't we all? So, but yeah, I just really, I really think, sometimes we think we're regressing in healing because we feel more tension or we feel like relationships aren't working and we get out of certain things. But I actually think that that is evolution. That yeah. is us healing and evolving by realizing what we do and don't like in our lives. Yep. And I think it takes a little while to get there. It definitely does. But, you know, if you're stuck in the negative, if you have negative traits, like we all fucking do. I think self-awareness is the key to salvation, obviously. Yeah. But it's, you know, let yourself dislike people. Let yourself, you know, if you're Sicilian, for example. Just say, just say Hold a grudge. You can hold a grudge, goddammit. Yeah, but let it go before it hurts you. Yeah, it's, yeah. I know. It's like drinking poison, expecting another person to die. I know it. I get it. But, you know, let's just sit in the sit in the shit. Yeah. Okay, so next time I want to talk to you guys about attachment styles because I got to be honest, on this show, I've been lying my way through life about attachment styles and everyone's like, do you get them? And I'm like, oh yeah, totally I don't get them either. I've skipped over it completely in class. Okay, so we're going to talk about it next time. We'll do our our research. We'll do our homework. Okay, I got it. Okay. Love you guys. I'll see you next time. Bye.